Hi there, welcome to the first of our AAA Build podcasts, uh, just to provide some general information on bathroom renovations for anyone that has any questions, um, feel free to uh, to ask away. Um, if, you have, if you're looking for a bathroom renovation, we're more than happy to come around and have a look at the job for you and quote it, usually same day quotation, uh, we don't muck around, so... Uh, it's a good way to be. Anyway, um, we've got a first question coming in from Elliot Mentone. Uh, question is, how long will a full bathroom renovation take? Uh, well, that depends on the size of the bathroom, the location of the bathroom, and what's going to be involved in the renovation. If the locations of uh, the existing fixtures and fittings are being relocated, all comes into play. But generally, you're talking somewhere between 12 and 15 working days for a full bathroom renovation start to finish. Uh, question from Jackie of Bentley. What things or materials do I need to use to make my small bathroom feel bigger? Well, there's a, a number of visual tricks can be used. Um, generally, if you go to single mixes from dual taps, uh, large format tiles, uh, wall hung vanities, uh, frameless shower screens, um, will all tend to make a small room look larger and the least cluttered the better, so keep, keep the fixtures and fittings as compact as possible. Um, so it generally works. Uh, we have another question from Fiona from Glen Iris. What are the steps involved in should I decide to go ahead and renovate my bathroom? Well, first, first of all, we would come back and do another visit after you've accepted the quotation. We would walk through the scope of works that's required put together a materials list, uh, make sure that the arrangements have been made for the supply of fixtures, fittings and tiles, depending on whether we're supplying them or you're supplying them yourself. Uh, once that's done, we put together a materials list and we can then schedule your job. That's typically between somewhere between two to three weeks from that time uh, before we can schedule the job. Uh, question from Amy at Doncaster. How do I find the right builder and how do I know I'm not paying too much? Uh, well, there's how long's the piece of string. Uh, first of all, make sure your builder is licensed and registered and that the trades they are using are also licensed and registered. Um, all of our trades generally run with us full time, so we don't have to rely on a plumber disappearing for three weeks and then coming back. Uh, they're all scheduled, they follow each other in and out from the job. It's generally a continuous process, um, provided, provided everything on site is ready to go. Um, how do you know you're not paying too much? Well, typically if you're looking for the lowest quote, um, you probably are paying too much because you'll have to do it again in five years' time. Well, you don't want to do that. So, uh, you know, it, it needs to be quoted fairly so that you get a job that's going to last you 20 years. Uh, question from Manuela from Essendon. We have a small bathroom with a 900 by 900 shower and a bathtub. We would love to get rid of the bathtub, which we hardly ever use and change to a large walk-in shower with a floor-to-ceiling glass panel. However, we are concerned that this will affect resale value of our property if the house has no bath. Appreciate your input on this. 
Okay, well, that's another one of those personal preference things. Uh, if, if a family is looking for a new house and they've got small children, um, a bath is quite often a necessity for people like that. If you're planning on staying in the home yourself for the next 15, 20 years, then it's probably uh, not a consideration you need to worry about. You're better off having the bathroom that you want rather than the bathroom for somebody else. A question from Wayne at Port Melbourne. My wife and I are in the process of choosing bathroom fixtures. There are so many choices, chrome, brass, black, etc. What should we be looking for in bathroom fixtures? Well, that's a pretty simple one to answer. Uh, everybody has their own personal choice and there are a multitude of different designs and colours available. Uh, generally, black and chrome are your best cost option. Uh, any other colour beside that tent tend to have a, uh, a bit of a uh, price hike attached to them. Um, but look, in, in general, uh, most medium quality bathroom fixtures and fittings fall around the same sort of dollar value. Um, it's only, it only becomes excessive if you're going for top end fixtures. Uh, for argument's sake, you can pay $70 for a mixer tap or you can pay $170. Yeah, there's, uh, there's that much variance out there. But uh, we, as a, we keep a standard range available in both black and chrome, uh, very reasonable mid-quality gear that doesn't cost the earth. Um, we generally include those in our quotes if you so wish, or you can uh, choose to get your own fixtures and fittings and we just allow for the install. A few questions that, that sort of come in quite regularly. Freestanding baths versus built-ins, what are the pros and cons? Uh, Freestanding baths, uh, generally at the lower end of the price scale, uh, don't, do not have an overflow. So there is a risk if the taps are left on that you will flood your bathroom. Uh, that can be got around by putting a floor drain in in front of the bath. Uh, so no issue with that, if that needs to be the case. Um, Freestanding baths generally do not have any sort of shelf space attached to them. Uh, so if you need places to put your shampoos and bits and pieces to decorate the bathroom, you will more than likely need a niche in the wall above the bath to need places to put your shampoos and bits and pieces to decorate the bathroom. You will more than likely need a niche in the wall above the bath to uh, facilitate that. Uh, open shower versus frame shower, what are the pros and cons? Okay, so the, there is a very, very uh, firm feeling out there that frameless is the way to go. However, having said that, frameless depends on the walls being absolutely true and plumb. Um, otherwise, they can cause you problems with sealing and uh, they very rarely seal adequately at the bottom of the doors. Uh, this is just a part and parcel of a frameless shower screen. We would always recommend a semi-frameless screen as a preference. Um, however, we are happy to do both. Just be aware that uh, having a frameless screen generally will involve additional wall straightening costs and is also a more expensive option to purchase. Uh, single or double vanity, well again that all comes down to your space requirements. Uh, quite often you can you can put a nice 1200-1500 vanity in a bathroom, uh, but the minute you put two bowls on that you're cutting your bench space down into thirds. So 
uh, where you can get away with one base and it gives you a lot more bench storage. In-wall system for the toilet, what are the pros and cons? Okay, with an in-wall system, there are a number of issues. Firstly, a cost issue. Uh, there is additional plumbing costs in adjusting your framing to take the in-wall system. Um, and there are also some uh, maintenance considerations down the track. If anything were to go wrong with your system, uh, you generally cannot access it to fix it. Uh, except for removing the toilet, the tiles, and part of the wall to get to the problem. Um, a back-to-wall flush face toilet uh, always looks good um, and make sure you never have that, that problem because the system is always accessible. Uh, ledge or hob wall versus niche, what are the pros and cons? Okay, a niche will give you a storage space within a shower space or above a bath. Um, they, they need to be tiled and sealed and waterproofed uh, so they don't leak into the wall space. Um, a ledge is often a good standby, uh, generally around 1100 high and for the length of either the uh, narrow shower wall or the long shower wall, it creates like a ledge across the whole length of the shower. Um, just involves a little bit more construction in framing up and plastering um, and then waterproofing so uh, look it comes down to a preference for a look at the end of the day uh, just be aware that if you're going to put a ledge in a shower it does chew up some of the available floor space uh, what's the best flooring from a bathroom we would always recommend tiles as the best option for a bathroom floor. Uh, there are a lot of hybrid flooring manufacturers out there that uh, put out product which they claim is waterproof. It is on the surface, but it doesn't prevent water penetrating as it's a joint product. Unless those joints are all sealed when the floor is laid, uh, you will get moisture eventually seep through the hybrid flooring to the underfloor. So we would always recommend tiles for a bathroom floor. How important is ventilation? Well, ventilation is a requirement under the building code, so you've either got to have a, a window which opens to, to allow air circulation, and it's also important to have an exhaust fan to remove any excess moisture. Exhaust fans nowadays are all ducted to atmosphere, so the uh, moisture is not going into the roof, roof space, it's actually exiting to the outside atmosphere. Um, so something that is thoroughly recommended. Um, you can either use an exhaust fan or even a uh, you know IXL type three-way heat heat lamp with uh, light and ventilation, um, or a combination of both in in some cases, depending on the size of the room. Uh, that's all I have at this stage for this podcast. So uh, until next time. Cheers and uh, please give us a call if you have any any questions. Have a look at our website, aaabuild.com.au. Uh, we have some terrific reviews on there, which we're very proud of, and we work very hard to make sure it stays that way. So until next time, cheers.